I want, I want, I want me, 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 mine, 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 now, now, now. You know you're responsible for what you hear. You know you're responsible for what you hear. Welcome to Thoughts from Meharry Head, the weekly podcast where I talk about, well, whatever happens to be bouncing around inside my head at the moment, but mostly focusing on constitutional issues and political decentralization. This is episode 132 of Thoughts from Meharry Head, and I appreciate you tuning in. This week, I'm going to talk about how Obamacare still sucks. I am back. It's been a little while since I've done an episode. Uh, as you probably know, you should know if you're a follower of the show, I've gone to a bi-weekly schedule with Thoughts from Harry Head since I launched my new podcast, The God Archie Podcast, which you can also find on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Um, so I'm on a bi-weekly schedule, and then it just so happened that the last week I was supposed to do this particular podcast was Thanksgiving week, and well, you know, with all due respect, uh, hanging out with my family was way more fun than doing an episode. So, but I'm back now, and as I said in the intro, I'm going to talk about Obamacare today, and this is a subject I've touched on on the show multiple times, but it's front of mind right now because we are in the midst of. Uh, enrollment for Obamacare. So everybody's going to their little exchange and trying to get their health insurance. And I was just reminded about how ludicrous the official name for the legislation that implemented this monstrosity was. Uh, You will recall that Obamacare is actually the Affordable Care Act. And this is yet another example of Congress naming a bill the exact opposite of what it really is. So, you know, you have like the the Patriot Act. Well, you know, violating the Fourth Amendment isn't patriotic. And Obamacare sure as hell isn't affordable. Uh, you know, it would, it would be more appropriate to call it the Unaffordable Act. And um, so I wanted to touch on that. Now, let's just touch on one very important factor. When we talk about government health care and the government's involvement in health care, it's completely unconstitutional. The federal government has absolutely no authority to run the health care system. It should never happen. It's a huge overreach of power. It's illegal, and in reality, it's void, and yet we're stuck with it. From a practical standpoint, this is a perfect example of what happens when the government sticks its hands into things that are better 
run by free markets. There is no question that healthcare would be much better under a free market system. Now, I can hear some of the, some of the screeching out there. Oh, no, the free market brought us all the problems that Obamacare was going to solve. No, no, no. We did not have a free market. We haven't had a free market in healthcare in this country in decades. Uh, and it's not just an Obamacare problem, let's be honest. I mean, this goes way back to Medicaid and Medicare. Uh, that effectively socialized America's healthcare system years ago. But I wanted to talk about this today because I personally have found some other alternatives to deal with my health coverage. But just out of morbid curiosity, I went through the process of, of uh, applying on the exchange to see what traditional insurance would cost my wife and I this year or the coming year, 2019. Now, it's important to note that since my wife and I are both self-employed, the only way for us to even get health insurance is through the exchange. Like, I mean, I could go to a private company, but that would be an exercise in futility because all the private company is going to do is shop the exchange. That's the option. And there are basically, I think, two companies to choose from here in the Bluegrass State. So this is the plan that we most likely would have chosen based on our coverage cost. And I'll, I'll put a picture of this uh, on the show notes page so you can look at it. But it's the CareSource Marketplace Standard Silver One plan. So not even the top tier plan. Basically, the bronze plan is completely useless. But this is basically the same plan that we had back in 2017. Now, this plan, if we were to purchase it for the upcoming year, would cost us $1,319.43 per month. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is affordable. On top of that, we'd have a family total deductible of $9,800 with an out-of-pocket maximum of only $12,200. Now, they did give us an estimated total yearly cost. $19,265. That's the basic estimated yearly cost that we would spend on this health care plan, this quote-unquote insurance. When we talk about Affordable Care Act, we should put affordable in quotes. And just to be clear, we do not qualify for any of the tax credits. We make too much money. Uh, and also to be clear, we're not making all that much money, all right? So this is basically what Obamacare has done. It's made it possible for people on the very bottom to get health insurance. And you'll hear this, you know, oh, we've managed to cover, you know, X million more Americans who couldn't get health insurance before. But we've made it impossible for people like my wife and I to get health insurance. So it's just moved the problem a little further up the economic ladder. It's done nothing to address cost as evidenced by the 100% premium increase on this policy in just two years. This is an absurd system. Now, there are free market alternatives out there, thank God, because that's been the lifesaver for my wife and I. And when I say free market alternatives, that's as free market as you can get in the highly regulated government-controlled mess we currently have now. But there are ways that you can save money, and there are processes in place. There are business models in place that offer substantial cost savings. One of these options is called direct primary care. 
uh, some people call it con concierge care or cafeteria care. And this is what my wife and I have done for our primary health care needs. Basically, we are subscribers to this practice. We pay $75 a month flat fee. That covers anything that happens within the office. So unlimited office visits. Uh, I have access to my doctors through uh, messaging uh, after hours. So very patient-oriented care system. And I'll give you an example. Just yesterday, I had a cyst that had become obsessed on my back. I called my doctor's office at 9.30 a.m. At 10.30 a.m., that same day, I was sitting in the waiting room. At 10.32, I was taken back to the back. By 10.37, I was talking to the doctor. Now, try that at your local traditional practice. The doctor performed what was essentially minor surgery. How much did I have to shell out before I left the office? Absolutely nothing. The entire cost of that will be a few dollars for the antibiotic prescription that incidentally was filled right there in the office. And when I say a few dollars, I mean literally a few dollars, like less than eight. This experience with my old doctor would have cost probably well, it would cost me at least $40 in copays, and then they would have billed my insurance company for certainly over $1,000, most of which I probably would have had to eaten because I hadn't met my deductible yet. So we're talking a lot of money for basically what I got for 75 bucks or 75 bucks a year. Now, here's the, the crazy thing. I have prescriptions that I take on a monthly basis. Those subscriptions without my direct primary care, like just paying out of pocket would be $50 a month. With insurance, it was like, I want to say it was $20, $25 a month. I'm paying $8 a month for my medications. $8 a month for $50 worth of medication. That's the type of cost savings that we're getting. Another example, a couple of months ago, I had to get an x-ray for my hip. The provider actually has agreements with various diagnostic uh, companies here in town. I got my hip x-ray for less than $100 as a cash payer. They have the same thing for MRIs, blood work. My blood work costs like three or four bucks. So these guys have managed to create great health savings by simply withdrawing and getting out of the insurance system. So for our major medical things, we have joined a health share, which is very similar to insurance, but run by a religious organization, has more restrictions, but much cheaper, about $400 a month for my wife and I, as opposed to $1,300. So all of this to say, Obamacare still sucks, but there are alternatives out there. We should not rely on the government. And no, single payer is not going to be better. Medicaid is already bankrupt. Well, that's it for this episode of Thoughts from Meharry Head. We're another 10 minutes closer to freedom. I really appreciate you listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, do me a favor and spread the word. Feel free to send me any thoughts or ideas to michael.meharry at 10thamendmentcenter.com. Check out the show notes page for other cool links and stuff. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you again next time.